0: This podcast is part of the Dark Myths Collective. Visit darkmyths.org for more shows like this one. The Darkness Awaits.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Deathly Hollows. Yes, we've made it to the Almost to the end of our Harry Potter, but we are only doing part one today. And you've got me, Billius Zinger.
0: <laughs> what was that?
1: Billius, Ron's middle name. Oh, oh
0: okay. <laughs> and you've got me, oh no, Dobby, Ellie.
1: Ooh, too soon. <laughs>
0: I know, I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> and of course, as always, we are joined by a special guest.
2: Uh, Grumpius Totalis.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes, we are joined by the great... Ryan Cody for both parts of this but this is only part 1. So we are discussing the part 1 of the movie duo that is the Deathly Hallows. So yes. I I'm, I'm I'm very excited to have you on. This was I I remember when we were doing the initial picks for this, I think you went for the Deathly Hallows immediately. Sir.
2: Uh I think uh, I might have gone um Prisoner of Azkaban and then Deathly Hallows.
1: Yeah. They they right. they filled up real quick but but yes. I bet. But yes, um I we, we are glad to have you on for this double adventure. So um part two will of course be out at a later date, but for now we are focusing on part one. So I guess um let's start off the bat, as we always do, with our top three moments. So let our guest go first. Will he okay. pick the hollows?
2: Uh I didn't. I picked uh, I picked two character moments and then one kind of cool moment for me personally. Uh, the first one is something that I've loved ever since I saw this movie the first time. It's one of my favorite scenes in, in the entire series, and it's when uh, Harry and Hermione dance in, in the tent to a Nick Cave song. Um, it's a really sweet and, and genuine moment, and it's kind of a callback to when they were younger and everything was a lot more simple and, and, and a lot less dangerous, so I really like that moment. It's very sweet. Uh, big fan of it. Uh, the second one also features my favorite, Hermione, uh, when she's being tortured by, uh, Bellatrix. That's really the, 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 the key moment in the movie to me where stuff is just super real and, and you can really sense the danger and it really sets the tone for the, uh, the second half of the, the movie, the second movie. And then the last moment for me that I really enjoyed was, uh, The Seven Potters. When I read that in the book, it was always one of my favorite scenes in the book. And then, uh, I'm just a big fan of that scene when everyone shows up to kind of take Harry away from uh, Privet Drive. I like that scene.
1: Uh, definitely good choices. Now, will we have any crossover? Ellie, do you want to anchor this, or do you want to go next?
0: Um, it it doesn't matter to me. You can go next if you like.
1: All right. So, the Deathly Hollows story. I really like the way they did that in the movie. I like that it was this. It's kind of its own animation. It's it, it was it was very much its own little thing in the movie, so I really did like the way that was done. That, that was something that was very really cool, and I thought it brought a different angle to the movie too. To have that kind of storytelling aspect done in almost the storybook art form. Uh, my next one, and this is this is not my favorite moment because it's a good moment. It is my it, it is an impactful moment. Abby's death—it's—it's—it's it's, it's so sad and it and it hits you because you you think everyone made it out okay and then they didn't and and um, I, I really enjoy the Harry saying you know we you know no no magic we will you know we're gonna actually dig and bury him and everything I, th- I thought that was a really touching and very um, emotional moment to end to sort of end the movie on but then of course there's the Elder Wand and Voldemort at the actual actual end and. Final one, and this is a weird one. I'll admit, this is a weird one. When Harry and Ginny were at the burrow and they were kissing that in the morning and the one of the Weasley twins was, like, sitting there with his cup of tea or whatever and was creepily, like, watching them. <laughs> I thought that was, like, it, I forgot how weird and awkward that moment was. And I was like, you know what? I'm sure this this will get knocked out in my top three, but I like this moment because of how creepy it is. And it didn't get knocked out, so no, so no.
0: I I am horrified and creepedified that you picked that as one of your. Top it was threes. so
1: awkward. It was just oh one of those moments where I'm like, this is awkward. <sighs> like, thank you for contra- portraying how awkward this moment was.
0: Uh huh.
1: Through your your acting. <laughs>
0: Well, okay, yes, they did um, they did I, uh I do act have a, that awkwardly.
1: I do have a quick honorable mention. No, there. no, oh, fine. You fine. don't get
0: an honorable mention. That should have been an honorable mention.
1: Fine. <laughs> fine.
0: So yeah. I am vetoing that. Um as far as me, the I do share one of your opinions, Zenga. Ooh. Um, the the way they did the Deathly Hallow story. I thought was phenomenal. Mm -hmm. Um, And it gave way to a really fun level in Lego Harry Potter.
1: And for anyone keeping track (laughs) at home on your Harry Potter episode bingo card, Ellie has (laughs) mentioned Lego Harry Potter. Yes.
0: Um, But I guess just because they had it, the way they did that scene, it had a really cool side-scrolling little level in Harry Potter so but I I did really like that they they made it enjoyable to learn the story without having Hermione just sit there I mean I know she was reading from the book but the way they did the animation and and everything it it was really neat um so definitely that was cool um number two I don't know it was really hard for me to pick From this, but one of my second favorites was just the scene when they're all drinking the Polyjuice Potion and they change into Harry. Uh,
1: So, so you have it. So you share one with, uh,
0: yeah, Ryan as well. The the multiple Harrys. I liked the way, even though they looked like Harry, they were really good at still seeming like their own personas. Like when Flair takes her shirt off and she has the lace bra on. So
1: nod to Daniel Radcliffe for <laughs> acting like the other actors acting like him.
0: Yes. Um, I, I just thought it was neat. It was once again, one of those scenes that, you know, just helped kind of, and such a deep, dark movie kind of have a little bit of moment of funniness in there. I thought that was cool. Um, and number three for me, I I really liked the um, the end scene with Voldemort and when he gets the Elder Wand, and just that brief moment of when he puts it up to the sky and the of lightning. Of course,
1: you would like that moment, you Slytherin.
0: <laughs> I know exactly. I can't stay away from my house, but huh. I, I um I really I don't know. It was just it was just a, a bit of. A piece of how powerful like that wand is so they were kind of reiterating the fact that it's it's the strongest wand ever made but i
1: also kind of like the fact of they've not only they've not only lost one of their trusted people but he's gained something more powerful as well Mm -hmm. so so yes so very interesting dynamic with how they chose to end the movie there right um up next is, of course, our favorite magical items, and I think that there is a correct answer for this. So um, I apologize <laughs> oh. to whoever gets this wrong. Oh, right, right. I
0: know mine, hands down.
1: All right, I, fine, Ellie. You're you're so confident. Go first, by all means.
0: Hermione's bag. All right, hands down.
1: Ryan, you're up next.
2: Yeah, it was Hermione's bag also. So I wrote some other ones because I figured we'd all three choose Hermione's <laughs> first.
1: Because I chose. Hermione's bag as well.
0: That's right. That's right.
1: So that is the correct answer. Now for any runners up.
2: All right, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well I, I got two. One is I'm just a big fan of the uh, uh, Mad Eye's broom. It's like it looks like a kind of like a laid back motorcycle. Yeah, Like a, yeah. Like a, like a recumbent motorcycle. Um, and then also in, in this in this book in this uh, movie. Uh, I like the way that they use the patronus as like a messenger. It's a it's a way to Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, that's never that was never really done before this uh before this movie. So I am a big fan of that. So those are my honorable mentions.
1: So getting back to the to the obvious choice and the one that we all pick. So congratulations. We all picked the correct answer. Yes. Um the never ending, the endless bag that is Hermione's bag in this is hilarious, I feel, because of the Moments I I where one. where like Harry has to you know Akio pull stuff yes. out of it.
0: <laughs> He's like, I'm not looking through this bag. I'm just gonna do it the easy way.
1: I I just I just wonder like what what is it like to reach into that bag? <laughs> like, are, are you just fumbling around through everything in there? Is it organized somehow? Like, how does it work? I just I just, just want to know. You just want to know. I just want to know.
0: Also, really fun parts of Lego Harry Potter with the bag. <sighs> You never know what's gonna come out of it and you can build. Fair enough. It's really exciting.
1: Fair enough. For for any of those new listeners, yes, Ellie does love <laughs> mentioning the Harry Potter Lego games. Yeah. It's so fun. Um my honorable mention I was gonna say for the moment, by the way, was them meeting the new minister of magic. Which one? Um, Scrimdraw.
0: Okay, I was just like, there's two, but uh, the, y- yes, but the
1: okay, the real one, not the.
2: Placed, <laughs> the planted. Yeah, the yeah, planted. not not
1: not the placed one. I I I enjoyed that, them meeting him and everything, and um, it's Bill Nye, right? Because I accidentally always say Bill Nye. <laughs> yeah,
2: not the science guy, the yeah. other guy.
1: Yeah I, yeah, I accidentally always say Bill Nye, because I'm so used to saying that. But, but what
0: a different movie that would be. <laughs> Bill <laughs> Nye was the Ministry of Magic. Well,
2: let me
1: show you how this magic works, <laughs> and then he just steps to the side and does a whole presentation thing yes. where they just sit there. No, I, I I really enjoyed him being in it. Um, I I enjoyed you know him giving them the 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 items and everything. I, I thought yeah, that, that was, was really, a nice scene, really cool. But um, yeah. I also just thought of this earlier today. Why couldn't Dumbledore just tell them, just straight up tell them? Here's what you guys need to do and not leave a riddle. Just just, just, just ask him for, for a little bit of help here. Because he's a jerk. He, he is a jerk. And we find that out throughout this movie, I know. too. So, um...
0: Meet the real Dumbledore.
1: So this movie, one, was way longer than I thought it was going to be. Oh, actually, before we get into that, I've, I almost forgot. We have a new guest, which means we have a new house, a new Patronus.
0: Oh, uh-huh. yes, 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 yes. <laughs>
1: So by I all means. So,
2: so I had to I had to log in this morning because I couldn't remember off the top of my head, and uh, this this will make Ellie feel better. But so my wife had never been sorted and she didn't have a Pottermore account, so we did it this morning, and she is also a Slytherin.
0: Yes. Uh,
2: <laughs> but uh, I am a I am a perfectly perfectly designated a Hufflepuff. Um, yeah. And my Patronus is for some reason a tortoise shell cat. Uh, i don't know i don't know what oh. that means tortoise, tortoise
0: shell cat. cat oh yeah
2: i don't know
1: i'm wondering if that's like the design on the cat
2: yeah i think so so It'd they be cooler It'd be cooler if it was a half tortoise half cat
1: It that, that would be and it could i don't know i mean because i'm now wondering because there's been there i mean i got a calico cat Someone else, I think, got a Siamese cat.
0: I was black and white.
1: Oh, you know, you were a black and white cat. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. So apparently, not only can you become, you can get a cat patronus, but you get different. There's like subcategories to the yeah. cat.
0: There's I there I think there's a lot of different cats.
1: That you Interesting. Can get, yeah. And I think the cat is the most reoccurring one on since we started doing this segment too. Yes. I don't know if there's a deeper meaning to that.
2: Lazy programming.
1: I will go with that. <laughs> so, um, so this movie was going back now. This movie was way longer than I thought it was for some reason. And cause I remember I sat down and I was like, man, they are going nowhere with it. Like the, the storyline is actually taking its time and everything. So I'm so used to the other movies where they blow by everything. And I'm, like I said, really glad this was split into two movies. Cause I don't feel it would have worked as one. I don't know if you guys share that opinion.
2: Uh, I would have had to be like a four-hour movie, a three-and-a-half-hour movie.
1: Ellie, you, you you can't hear you nodding on the podcast.
0: Right. <laughs> Thank you.
2: Yes.
1: <laughs> they, they can't hear the crazy rattling. I mean, I'm
0: selfish. I would have taken multiple movies for every book. but
1: And that's the problem. I feel like this points <laughs> out that you could have done more of these movies as a two-parters, but at the same time, I don't think that would have worked for every one of them. Well,
0: uh, the the kids would have... Uh, I mean, the kids are growing, the actors are growing at a, you know, big rate there. So, I mean, they obviously couldn't draw the movies out for too long before it was just kind of obvious. Yeah,
1: because I completely forgot about them having to go to the Ministry of Magic and doing all that stuff. Mm -hmm. I, like, completely forgot about that because I was like, oh, they're going to skip that. Oh, wait, it's still in the movie because they are actually taking their time on a lot of this. So I, I don't I don't know if anyone else had any comments about like going the or before they go to the ministry, sorry. No if
2: uh no it's I mean the beginning of the movie's kinda of slow. There are some yeah. scenes in there that are really good. I like the uh I like the scene where they're in the cafe. You rarely ever get to see any magic done in like a muggle environment. So I really enjoyed the scene where they're in the cafe and they fight the two Death Eaters. So there's some fun stuff in there, but it does kinda of, it is kind of a slow build-up.
1: Yeah. Them, them going to Ministry of Magic, I thought, was very really cool just because they, they used the Polyjuice Potion, which was a very big thing in this movie. Actually, we are skipping a very important thing. the Him leaving um, the Dursleys. We are skipping that, and I want to go back to it now. So put a pin in where we're at, going back to the, to the multiple Harrys and them getting him out of there. That was a, as we already established with our favorite scenes, a very well done moment, I think, for acting wise with, of course, him playing himself, but kind of different versions. But also, I, I, I just really liked how, like, it, it was sort of the, it's not safe anymore. That, that, I think, was another thing where, like, he had to have all these people coming in. You know, there's so much secrecy. Um, Hedwig. Sadly, dying, but that's also how they figured out it was really Harry too, because the because his owl, of course, went to go try to save him.
0: Well, I mean, if we're going to talk about the you know that part of it, um, the Dursleys, it really, that scene really wasn't a big deal to me. Unfortunately, I, I just I didn't. I mean, there was no love between them anyway. So, oh no, I meant
1: him leaving the house. Him, I, him I leaving them. It's, it's still
0: that for me. It's better just when you're reading it, but on 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 screen, I yeah. didn't think it it was impactful as it, I guess, could have been. Um, I thought Hermione was much more heartfelt with her having to erase her parents' memory and everything.
1: You know what? I think that had more impact when they're at the diner. When they're like, oh, because right. she hadn't told them what she had done, and it was kind of a, you know... Us as the viewer knowing, this is the first time she's doing that 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 charm again. This is like she's not hesitating because she's doing it to him. She's hesitating because she remembers who she did it to last, yeah. and it's like a ooh moment.
0: Yeah.
1: So
2: yeah, it's 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 she's um she kind of gets the raw deal in this movie or this story because she basically obliviates her parents, so she loses her parents just like Harry lost his parents for the most part. And no one even mentions it. No one cares. Like no one says they're sorry to her. Like it's all just about Harry. It's all about Harry and Ron. Oh. And poor Hermione gets left in the dust.
1: I I don't I don't disagree with that. And we will continue an argument that was started in a previous episode later. Cause I don't I think I'm gonna be outmatched in this one again. But going back to them going to the Ministry of Magic, um, the return of my most hated hated villain of this
0: series
1: (laughs) i can't stand that woman
0: she does so well though i mean she plays it well
1: i i also enjoyed her little patronus cat that that was just (laughs) yes yeah like cats have a certain amount of self-satisfaction with themselves that cat had way too much smugness
0: (laughs) it was a smuggy cat
1: very smuggy cat it's a weird term. Thank you, Ellie, for the <laughs> smugginess of the cat. But no, I I I like the return. I like the return to that I like the return to um to the Ministry of Magic and to kind of see how it's changed since the overthrow of the government. The, the I guess the secret overthrow of the government, but not really sort of thing. I it, it's okay. It's really weird because you don't really see how the rest of the magical world is affected by this per se. You only see how the people who are kind of fighting against it are. Cause the school seems to be still running normally
0: mm-hmm.
1: per se. Um, the,
0: yeah, every, Neville has his moment.
1: Not yet. Well, y- <laughs> he has his moment in this one, but he has his bigger moment in the other one. But I, I want to say, I feel he's robbed to an extent, <laughs> but we'll get to that when we get to part two, that's for part two. I, I just I just feel like like you don't know how the average um, yeah. wizard is doing, though. I mean, you kind of, I don't know, it's kind of this weird thing because you get the whole radio thing of so-and-so's going missing, so-and-so's, you know, here's the list of people, and it's like, there, there's there's obviously a war going on, but we're only seeing, like, their side of it. And by their side, I mean them running and hiding and trying to figure out how to destroy these horcruxes.
2: Right everyone at the ministry, everyone who works there, just like the nine to fivers who work there, seem to not really doesn't seem to affect them at all that all of a sudden it's like a authoritarian dictatorship and they're just all going to work like everything's normal it, it it was it was weird it, it
1: was i mean like, like I said they didn't focus on that too much in this or in the books if I remember correctly right they didn't really mention you know how the average i I, I guess everyone was in fear or kind of if you were one who didn't really side with Voldemort in the past or have been outspoken against him, then you would probably have kind of pieced out immediately and got into hiding. But no, I, I just I just was wondering about that. Also, I want to point this out: How do wands work? Because I thought that you were sort of assigned your wand by Alphavander and that was the wand you you used. Can just any wizard pick up a wand and use it?
2: Uh, yeah, but it doesn't work as well as right. the wand that chose you at, at Ollivander's. But you yeah. can use any wand.
1: Yeah, because I, I was wondering that because I'm like – I know that's probably you can pick up any, but you if you pick up one that is like your – that bonded with you, it works better. It, it's just – it seemed like everyone was just tossing wands back and forth half the time. And then there's the whole – Elder wand thing of, but that's why I keep on hinting at stuff in the next things. I keep thinking it's in this one, but I'm like, no, they set it up in this one, and the payoffs in the next movie. Curse you, two part movie.
2: It's a, it's a, it's a problem for all of us, man.
1: It is. Um. So I got a question for you, sir. And this, this is something I'm gonna kind of rag on in both of these. As a creator, as a creator of content. Okay, If years later you wanted to change something, do you feel you have the right to do that? or do you feel it's something that you should leave alone and kind of let your fans or whoever pass judgment on it?
2: Ah, uh, that's funny. We kind of I just talked about this the other day with someone. Um, I think I think you as the creator, you should be able to do whatever you want, but you do have to take into account how meaningful. A character is or or the world you've built is and i do think you owe something to your core audience um so i guess make changes but don't don't make changes just to please your audience Mm -hmm. and don't don't make changes just to upset your audience either so you you have to find the middle ground between telling the story you want to tell but still being true to to the people who embody this universe with you if that's the right way to, to to say that okay um But it doesn't bother me. Uh, I I can get over stuff real quickly, so nothing really bothers me as far as when the creators change things.
1: The reason I'm asking is because this is the setup of some of some of the, I guess, um, retconning that Rowling has done. There's the. It's not stated in the books, but there's the whole setup of um, Dumbledore having a relationship with um, Grindelwald which of course will be tackled more in the, I'm assuming in the Fantastic Beast, but that's something that was never stated in these exact words in the book. It was heavily hinted at a lot, that kind of people have gathered together and she's pointed out. I like that change. I think it's a good one. I think it's something that brings an interesting aspect to the character. Now, the other change that's going to cause an instant debate is that, as as you point out with one of your favorite moments, Ron... I mean Harry and Hermione dancing together being like a couple and yeah, and
2: that uh, yeah
1: and her claiming and her claiming that she made the wrong choice in matching up people in the end and that it should have been now that that doesn't retroactively go back and change it but now there's this whole well is she going to go back and George Lucas this and rewrite one of the books or write a different thing it's it's i i I don't agree with the matching of Ron and Herm... I mean, I keep messing this up. I agree with the matching of Ron and Hermione. I do not think that Harry and Hermione would have worked.
2: Yeah, I agree. I mean, I, I think when they dance, I don't think there's anything romantic about that dance at all. No. I think that's yeah, just two two good friends sharing a moment in the middle of all this madness. Um, I don't give... put too much... I mean, I'm I'm too old to put too much thought into the relationship status of fictional characters, but... I have no problem with the way it's portrayed in the books or in the movies. You hear that,
1: Ellie? He doesn't think they're a good couple.
2: And I'm a a a professional content creator.
1: Yes, yes, he's a professional content creator.
0: Well, that's your opinion. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) I...
1: (laughs) And see, I was ready for you to come out guns a-blazing going, how dare both of you?
0: Oh, I can still guns a-blazing. I mean... I respect the fact that that's what she wrote, mm-hmm. and that's how she wrote it. I would respect her more if she just left it at that than try to so, change it now.
1: So what you're saying is maybe some thoughts she has should be internal.
0: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she can think whatever she wants and say whatever she wants out loud, yeah. of course. I I just think that, you know... The stories have been written and we all love them for the way they are. If you want to have fun and kind of go, oh, it would be cool if this got together and this and, you know, and that kind of thing. But as far as her retconning and rewriting a book, that would. Now, I'm not saying
1: she's going to do that, but I'm I'm, saying I don't. Obviously,
0: you're not saying that you don't. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) you wouldn't know that. I'm just saying like I was saying if she were to do that, I just I wouldn't agree with that. I mean she's written it that was the story that was told and and it's it is what it is you know if if she wants to come out with a memoirs of Harry and you know oh, I wish I would have gotten with Hermione you know something like that whatever but I don't think it should ever be rewritten because it was it is what it is I just when I just my personal opinion I just think that that relationship with Hermione and Ron was so forced. I, I just don't think it's it's a good coupling. I never have. I don't think
1: it was forced. I think it was an excellent coupling. Oh my gosh! Well,
0: it, it's it's <laughs> it's the way that it was so. Every time you turn around, you know, just the whole the one part in this movie when they are um, destroying the one I the necklace, the pendant, but I can't remember what the pendant's called. The Horcrux. I know, but I'm sure there's a name for
2: this. <laughs> Reg, Reg, regulus locket. Thank yes. you,
0: Justin. The Horcrux. That's what it is.
2: <laughs> no, I was I was going to see how long it took you to get to it.
0: But um, but you know the whole super racy scene with Hermione and Harry making out and kissing and you know and just the when they're walking and talking about how. He's not good enough for you and I, I just all of it it's always just I feel like it's just always so full okay
1: um not not to be super weird but to be kind of weird. they were always shot like from from the <laughs> from like the, the shoulders up. <laughs> were they supposed to be naked
0: um you could see some side boob I think what but no no it was, it was a little lower than the shoulders. It was a little that's, lower yeah
2: keep in mind they're, they're also both 17. yeah Ellie. <laughs> so at this point.
0: What do you mean? Yeah, Ellie, I didn't say I was. No, I'm
2: just like that. That that makes this whole thing
1: weirder.
0: I just I said it was it was sort of sort of racy in the fact that you know they were using that to try to get under under Ron's skin and get him all mad.
1: But he's a better man than that, and he was able to overcome it.
0: He was, yes. His rage made him kill the
1: the Horcrux. Yes. Yes. <laughs> no, I'm um. No, it's, it's okay, I'm, I'm not saying that content, I, I feel like I've, like, opened a bag, I mean, a camera worms Yeah, I was here. like, let's
0: talk about Harry Potter, not if content creators can change their minds I, or not. Here's
1: the thing, it's 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 <laughs> that she's been very notorious for just randomly saying stuff, and then it's like, and I understand Pottermore's done an amazing job with stuff. Right. Uh, there, there's a lot of stuff I agree with. And there's a lot of stuff, you know. I'm like, if it's not part of the books,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I'm kind of like, it's whatever. Because the books are my initial, like, here's, here's what is history. Here's what I accept as the universe of Harry Potter for me, for the most part. Right. Um, like the play, the the um, cursed child. I'm, oh. I'm like, it's it's whatever. I I don't envision it as the future for Harry. And stuff like that. So I just kind of don't have that as my thing. Mm-hmm. Um, her stuff with, you know, saying, you know, I should have done this or, you know, changing. Th- like, like I said, there's advantages and disadvantages to her pointing that out. I just wanted to ask somebody who creates content what they thought of that.
2: No, I yeah, we're, yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, me and uh, Rowling, we're, we're on the same level, really, as far as content creating. And, uh, <laughs> just on par. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I, you know <laughs> I I think that she's so open with her fans and that's kind of like her appeal and yeah. she can really say and do whatever she wants. She's like a gazillionaire. So I think a lot of this stuff is people just ask her questions and she just answers it honestly without even thinking about it. Um, but it does help keep like, you know, keeps people interested in the books. and It, it does. Because, I mean, it's a way to keep interest going in books at this point that are, you know, the last book was written like 10 eleven years ago or something like that or even longer than that. So now, uh, yeah.
1: Now my question is 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 this. We're all comic book fans here. So yes. what if she did a what if story to where she kind of did a what if they dig it together instead.
0: I'd be okay with that.
1: You'd be okay with like yes. a Else world what be- if story Because of-
0: that's a one shot and it's just fun speculation, this is what it would be. That's different than rewriting the book
1: do you think it would change anything about the the movie slash books
2: no
0: no
1: you you think <laughs> that the books can work as they had
2: yeah, well, they already did I mean she can do whatever she wants now. it doesn't change those those yeah. uh doesn't change those seven
1: books or those oh, eight like movies. No, no, no. But I, what I mean is, do you think she would have to do any retconning in the books, or you think she just write a separate story of this is what happened afterwards?
0: No, but but if, what you said was if it was a what if, that's different.
1: But I'm I'm just asking would you, would the what if have to involve what's already taken place, or can it just pick up after the events of the book?
0: Well, it doesn't even have to be after the events. The what if series in comic books is sometimes just in the middle of a story. What if instead of this this happened? It doesn't have to necessarily be at the end of the story. It can be anywhere in the story. That's the whole point.
1: I'm just saying I just don't think it would change a super lot in the books or anything that if, if they were together instead. Uh, per se. Maybe I'm just not remembering not, the books correctly. Not the right main
0: now. not the main no. No. Narrative. I don't no, yeah, no. I don't think the main storyline would change now.
1: I agree. I I sorry I pulled an Ellie and I just shrugged instead of saying anything.
0: <laughs> oh, the symbols without talking. Yeah, yeah, huh. yeah, yeah. Just just make sound effects next time. Huh.
1: Hmm. 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 Huh. Um. So another thing I wanted to talk about in this is I kind of like the downfall of the Malfoys. Yeah. I I actually really really like that because. You get the whole thing at the end where there's the confrontation at their manor, and it's basically point out that even though uh, Draco did all this stuff, they're still not on super good terms with the Dark Lord. Like he got him into the school, he still did all that, but he didn't kill Dumbledore, so he's still sort of fake I I I just kind of like the his his father going basically crazy going like yes. going like no, no no we can we can get him in them and then we can be in favor of the dark lord we can we we can do this is this is this harry potter
0: okay that voice was totally wrong for talking about him
1: i just was going for a crazy person
0: i know but that was more like the oh, wow i'm really bad with names tonight The one that lost his hand and then got it back. Oh, Wormtail. Yeah, that was more like a Wormtail voice.
1: Wormtail is slower talking, I feel.
2: Your British accent is also terrible, by the way. Thank (laughs)
1: you. I feel like I should try to do one to redeem myself. (laughs) Oh my god, no. But I'm not going to because I feel I'll just dig the hole deeper.
2: Well, it, it it shows that the Malfoys were never really true believers they just want to be on whatever side is going to win to to keep their to keep their way of life you know they're yeah so i mean they're they're just terrified of they're terrified of coming out on the losing end and and in this situation the losing end could be being murdered but they're not really except for bellatrix they're not really in it to like really support the dark lord they just want to get through all this alive with their fortune intact and all that stuff I, I, I like I
1: said I really like the just how much they've crumbled now he just looks disheveled constantly. I mean he did go to yes. Azkaban for a little bit, yeah. but he still I mean came back and is still not looking too good and Draco's kind of I guess. He's
0: still conflicted. You can he, see in his
1: I, face. I, I feel like this movie should have cut away several times to just show him <laughs> staring awkward. I know. Sorry, I, I just missed that from the last movie where it had him so oftenly just cutting to like it's a it's a panning scene of a of something and you see him just staring.
0: Poor Draco.
1: Contemplating what he has to do. And Snape really wasn't in this movie a lot either. Was he he's in the beginning. And I think that's not it.
0: much.
2: Yeah, I think he's really only in that first scene at the house.
1: Yeah, to basically uh, tell them, I'm with you guys, duh. Yeah,
2: yeah I had a note on that. Uh, you know, this movie, you know, the series has been turning more mature the last maybe four or five movies. But the one of the first scenes in this movie, Snape, in order to keep his cover, he lets another teacher from Hogwarts get murdered right in front of him. And that kind of shows the stakes that they're dealing with, I think, that he... He's willing to let all this happen to protect, you know, to protect his cover and protect his standing with uh, Voldemort. Um, that kind of stands out. You, you
1: you just brought up something that made me just think. This movie is a lot about how far people are willing to go. It yeah, shows I mean, how far Harry, Hermione, um, even Lovegood.
0: yeah.
2: Yeah. Well, even at the scene in that cafe that I mentioned earlier, yeah, Ron, Ron wants to kill those two Death Eaters, and this is like a seventeen-year-old kid who, between the three of them, is usually like the most happy-go-lucky out <laughs> of all three of them, and now he's ready to just start like committing murders left and right.
1: Yeah, I, 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 I got a feeling that that if it had escalated any, he would have been like, "Well, no, why don't you do it?" Yeah, like, like he, 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 he would have stepped up to immediately step back five paces. But yeah,
2: he's he's the kind of guy who's like, Hold me back when he's about to get in a fight.
1: And then once the fight happens, he's like the yeah. first one on the ground, like, okay, 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 I think this escalated too quickly.
2: Right. Let's
1: go back to yelling at each other real quick. <laughs> so, um, I did did you have any other notes that, that you took, sir?
2: Um uh, I have some, some uh notes that don't really have anything to do with the story. Uh for some reason throughout this film Harry looks like he's a forty year old accountant. <laughs> And, uh, I mean, it's, I mean, I was, I was, I was, well, I was an adult. So this movie takes place in the timeline. It's like 1997, 1998 ish. I was in my early twenties then, and no one dressed like Harry dresses in this film and has a haircut like Harry has in this film. Um, but other than that, there's also a lot of cool sweaters in this film. Like if you're a sweater, if you're a person who really loves sweaters, like I do, there's some good eye candy in this film throughout um that's kind of it that's where i that's where i got that's where i went with this the the first movie here oh also
1: um i really enjoyed the fact that when she was cutting his hair and then she like freaked out and ran away and he's like uh, he was what, concerned what, what? That
0: she just <laughs> messed up his hair yes
1: right right
0: Not my locks
1: well i mean his hair looks like a mess anyway so i mean could you really have tell told if he if it did get messed up anymore
2: doesn't look any different after she cuts it than before she cut it. And she even makes a comment like, don't ever let me cut your hair again. So it looks the same. I
1: I would like to think that the time has passed. So, like, he got it cut. It grew back out to where it was before. Like, we, we just had that brief one scene, even though.
2: Yeah. You know, one thing about this movie that really—I know—I know—we're not supposed to talk about the books, but this—no, no, you—you
1: no, you can, you can, one hundred percent. We just try to avoid it for as long as we can. I think we've held off long enough. <laughs>
0: this
2: movie doesn't do a good job portraying that this this takes place over like six, seven, eight months. Um, in the book, it's really—you know—they talk about how they go weeks with with finding nothing, and it's hard to find food and stuff like that. And this movie kind of. You know, earlier in the series, they would do little cut shots to show that seasons are changing or that something is changing. And they don't really do that in this movie. So unless you unless you're really tuned into when Harry's birthday is and then they mention that it's Christmas, then you can kind of get the sense that it's been like five months. But if you're not really tuned into that, it seems like this whole this whole first part of this movie could take could take place in like, I don't know, like a couple weeks. I mean, even in the book it takes a month to brew polyjuice potions. So they're just hanging around at Sirius's house for like a month doing nothing. Um, but in the, in the movie, it's literally like the next scene.
1: Yeah. They basically, I, I, I really miss that, that they did kind of, even though I did compliment this movie on being more drawn out and taking more time, it does the opposite thing to where there's some things that are just hard to portray in a movie form like time passing or like them sitting around for a month. Cause no matter what you do, I feel like unless you show a calendar, you know, like one of those day calendars where the pages are flipping off, unless you show that happening, right? and then they're still in the same spot, there's no way to really tell with this stuff. And like I said, you, you do bring up a good point that you know when Harry's birthday is, and then later it's pointed out, oh, it's Christmas. We totally forgot it was Christmas. So, I don't know, what, what do you think about the time passing, Ellie? Time pass seasons change,
0: <laughs> right, I mean, yes, it's very very good points definitely it is easier to tell the seasons in some of the other movies than this one so, i mean i f- I feel like I feel like this one does get a little a little drawn out i I love you know, I love the universe, and I love everything about Harry Potter, but there is definitely parts of this movie where I'm like kind of what. get on with it yes just just move along please move along but yeah i agree
1: all right um another thing i wanted to bring up and i just completely lost my train of thought
0: well fantastic did somebody obliviate your mind
1: Yes, somebody did obliviate my mind (laughs) um because i'm trying to not bring up stuff in part two
0: it's not that hard. We. It just is very wa- hard. No, we just watched the movie. It's I'm like, like, I
1: keep thinking of stuff. I'm like, no, that's that's <sighs> it's set up in this one, but it's in part two. I'm ch- I'm trying to remember the theory of the 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 Deathly Hallows theory that um. It's okay. I think I got it. I think I got it. I think I got it. It's <laughs> okay. um cuz each one of the characters in this movie represents one of the death like represents somebody in that story is a, is like a fan theory if i'm remembering correctly and it's Dumbledore's death Harry is the um, of course the invisibility cloak uh, Voldemort's the of course the one that craves power and wants the elder one and then Snape is the one that wants the um, to bring somebody back to life There's a fan theory that 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 was a representation of them. Because Harry, of course, is the one that survives through the whole thing. And and has the invisibility cloak, so duh. Oh my
0: god, spoiler alert.
1: He's had it since the first... Oh, he (laughs) survives the whole thing. I was like, he's had the invisibility cloak the entire time. Which, by the way, that thing comes and goes in like a... Like, he randomly remembers he has it, and then it's like not there for ever
2: right well Well, i think that's that's uh that is a function of wanting to see the star of the movie on the screen because in the book in this movie he wears the cloak a lot yeah so uh that just it just makes sense you can't have the star of the movie invisible for most of the movie well
1: i i remember in the next part he does have it on at one point for a while but and then um, the reason it's Snape is the one who wants to bring um, is wants to bring somebody back to life is because he wants to bring Lily back to life because she was the woman he loved.
2: Ah, uh, that's the next movie, sir. You're jumping ahead.
1: I, I, I know. Oh I was gosh. just. I was just saying that.
0: It's not that hard.
1: <sighs> All right, fine. Does anyone else have anything else with this movie <laughs> so we can? Put a, put a lid on this one and then move to the I, second one where I'll just continuously talk about the first movie instead.
0: I know, I was going to say, we'll record for the second movie and it'll be like, no, that was in the first movie. <laughs> I bring
1: up all of these good points from the first movie instead.
0: Where were you at? So I,
2: so I have this thing, and this is going to make me sound like a monster, but I think it also has to do with me being older, you know, by the time these books came out and these movies came out. But uh, I have no feelings whatsoever about Dobby. And when Dobby died, it did nothing for me. I even thought I even thought like this is a weird way to end this movie. Like it's a non-event. But then my wife loves Dobby, so uh, maybe I'm just maybe I just hate house elves.
1: Zygnus Court has now come oh to order. Oh God. Um, we are going to decide whether Ryan Cody is a complete monster or not. Uh, evidence.
2: He wait. Did you care about Hedwig dying? Yeah, Hedwig made more of an impact on me than <laughs> the elf.
1: Courts adjourned, not a monster.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just, I, maybe it's just because I'm like, I, I'm not a big fan of any of the sort of mythological non human characters in here. Like, I don't, like, I think, like, Hagrid's brother is pointless, completely pointless. Well, no, I agree, uh, I
0: agree with you on that one.
2: Yeah, so it's like, so that could just be, you know, I'm a a I'm 100% human, uh, uh, 0% other creature. I suppose, I I'm, I'm an elitist. I'm a I'm a speciest. I I feel <laughs> like everyone
1: always forgets Hedwig, because it's so early in the movie.
0: Yeah,
1: and it's like it, it's it's so early in the movie and it's so briefed over. It's like, yeah, Hedwig gave it away because she sacrificed herself to save me. Oh,
2: that's a shame. Moving yeah, he's, on. He's, he spends like one second about on it. Where you know, come on, man, have a heart. I'm not the
1: I'm not the cold-blooded one. Here he is. That's 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 I'm sure a discussion we can have at the very end of this on whether who who is the real monster in this? Because as for the entire month of October, as pointed out, people are the real monsters in the end. (laughs) But but right. But no, um, Ellie, did you have any final thoughts before we wrap this up and prepare ourselves for part two?
0: Um. Yeah, I. I mean, I guess because I'm a huge fantasy fan. Mm-hmm. Like, just, I love the more fantasy movies with a lot of the creatures and all that stuff. So, I, I do get invested. That's I think that's why I like the new movies so much. Because there's so The Fantastic so Beasts and Where They Can many, Be Found. Yeah, there's so many of them in the movies. Um, but, I I liked Dolby. It, it was neat to... Just
1: kind
0: of see you liked the... You like who? Dolby. <laughs> Dolby.
1: So you, okay. Dolby. So Dolby.
0: You Dolby's <laughs> Dolby surround sound. Not a no, I said Dolby, not Dolby.
1: <laughs> so you randomly put on a quasi-British accent for a character's name.
0: <laughs> it just came out that way. Um, just
1: making sure. I
0: know. But no, I I like the way you kind of... They're little relationship through the movies. I I liked that. I thought it was neat. I mean, he's a little annoying, of course. but
1: He's less annoying in the later movies. Right, because he dies.
0: Oh, that's awful.
1: (laughs) Remember how you were digging yourself out of that being a monster (laughs) hole?
0: (laughs) Uh, No, I mean, I liked it. I thought it was a nice little touching scene. I'm glad they didn't end it with that. I'm glad they had the other scene with... With the wand and
1: Dumbledore, and I, I like that scene in the sense of he stands. You know, how dare you take a take take a wand from a witch, blah blah. blah and he's like, Dobby's no, you know, Dobby's a free. I I, I do like that that stand up moment there, mm-hmm. which is immediately answered with him dying. So his greatest moment is is quickest downfall i mean
0: i I didn't sit there and ball about his death when he died but it definitely was touching for me
1: you know what i regret having it as my top three i feel hedwig should have gotten more recognition because (laughs) it is such it is something i continuously just forget about and everyone's like oh it's so i'm not i'm not saying it's not sad when dobby died it's just
2: no one remembers hedwig word up i agree
1: yeah And, and and hedwig like went right in there like she, she, she took that shot head on. I mean, Dobby did too, but he was trying to help everyone escape.
0: So, I feel like if we want to go over a couple things real quick, just the—did you feel like the scene with Hermione and her perfume? I felt like that was kind of
2: Ugh. odd. Right. Why, who's she trying to impress? The guy who already loves her or the guy that doesn't care about her that way?
0: Or the random bad guys walking by and she wanted to make sure she smelled good in case, you know, anybody walked right. by.
2: Actually, my biggest problem with that scene is that the half werewolf grayback didn't smell her perfume. It was a, <laughs> a, it was a random yes. human guy who smelled it Yes, with a scarf. That guy smelled it, but not the werewolf. I That's just, I,
0: I, have to admit watching this movie yeah. again after not watching it for a while I wasn't as impressed with this movie as I was I feel like before. I just felt like there was a lot of things in this movie that just were maybe we're going back to what you said earlier Zinger about the um, we'd like it that We can have two movies for one book. So
1: now, okay, so now you're backtracking being like, you know what, maybe having two movies per book might not be a good idea.
0: Maybe for some books. But I felt like, or maybe they just did the wrong scenes. Because it's like, if I sit here and think about it, I'm like, okay, the perfume thing was just silly. Um, the, The whole, like, taking so much time with the whole Hermione, Ron, Harry... You know, Ron left. Why did he leave? I'm depressed. And it's, well, no, it's, they had
1: to contra- I mean, portray that that them wearing the one ring weighs on them heavily. Oh, sorry, wrong movie. Them wearing the locket weighs <laughs> on him heavily.
0: Right, but I'm just the whole. Just you know, the which by the leaves, way, it doesn't
1: very really affect anyone but Ron a lot.
0: We, it definitely affects Ron, but. He he leaves and he's like, "Oh, sorry guys, it took so long to get back. I couldn't figure out how to get back here." And let's 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 explain a little bit more why I got this thing from Dumbledore. D- <laughs> 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 I can't talk. He's tonight. dead. He's <laughs> dead,
1: Ellie. And you don't even have the respect to say his name properly.
0: <laughs> Dumbledore. Thank you. But um, and he's like, "Oh, let's give me another reason to explain." Why I got this thing. And and he knew somehow that the three of us were going to be together and I was going to get lost. But he couldn't
1: explain clearly enough how to do everything.
0: Right. I just, I don't know. It's just some of the parts of the movie I just thought could have been better done. It just, I don't know.
2: I mean, hands down, the worst part of the movie is Harry's denim button-up. That's easily (laughs) the worst part of the film. (laughs) I think this is the best clothing
1: review of a movie we've done yet thank you well we
0: talked about sweater porn now, now we've got the denim. fashion yes. denim days i mean
2: in, in the late 90s were 17 year old british boys wearing denim button-ups was that a thing
0: i don't know i'm in america <laughs>
1: <laughs> ellie can, can can you please get your bald eagle and american flag waving behind you
2: away
0: no i'm just saying i don't know what they were wearing
2: yeah, we fought a war to get away from having to wear denim button-ups.
1: <laughs> uh, I and and that okay, I I know that from the books they do take place during a certain time. That that, that 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 is the 90s and everything like that. The movies I feel are just kind of their own timeline. I feel at times, too. <laughs>
2: Uh, maybe. I mean, it's not like they try to, yeah, I guess. They don't really state it in the movie, I suppose. Well, the the books also
1: kind of keep it kind of vague, too. I mean, it's, it's not hard to figure out, but at the same time, they're not heavily reliant on a lot of stuff to be like, here's exact, I mean, I don't know. The the, the the time frame has never been something that's bothered me, mm-hmm. but then again, you pointing out the complete inaccuracies of the dress for the time is kind of funny, because I would have loved to see a ton of people in, um what, parachute pants were big in the 90s, right? Oh my god. Oh my no, god. No, okay, okay, no, 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 no. Was it too early for um,
0: JNCO
2: jeans? No, it would have been junk, uh, JNCO jeans in the late 90s. <laughs> Perfect.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah. Oh. I mean, you could keep just
1: wands for days in those things.
2: Oh yeah, you could be a walking Ollivander. So you could just have like, <laughs> like thirty, you know. And then if you had like a trench coat, you could have like a hundred more wands in there. And
1: you just, know, you wouldn't uh, even need her magical purse. Just have a pair of Jenko jeans. There you yes. go. There
0: you go. You don't have to be magic after all.
1: Just, just that's that's yes. right. Just go back to the '90s and get a ton of their fashion and bring it to nowadays. It'll be like the future, but then. <laughs> so many pockets. Oh.
0: All
1: right, I didn't know if you had anything else that you wanted to mention because I think we've I think we've hit rock bottom before we <laughs> cuz I was thinking about like, oh, the stuff about Dumbledore and you know that you don't you don't really know Dumbledore and I'm like that all pays off in the next movie.
0: Well, I yeah, mean, but, oh, I'm sorry, go ahead.
2: No, I was going to just gonna say this is kind of the probably the hardest movie to do just cuz this movie is all set up. It is all it's yeah. nothing but set up. So, yeah. yeah.
0: And, and I was going to say, yeah, I mean, we probably ought to take two or three minutes to just visit um, how, you know, Harry maybe should have listened to Hermione's women's intuition with the whole crazy lady and like, what are you doing? Why are you going into this house? This lady is obviously creepy and crazy. And then when he goes up the stairs to keep following her and she's like, um, what are you doing? So it, that was just an odd place scene too. Oh
2: also this is kind of they, they 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 say this in the books and they do it in the movie harry just speaks parcel tongue without realizing he's speaking parcel yes. tongue, yeah. and it, like like every other person on the planet who's bilingual just forgets they're speaking in a certain language at any point um that's ri- ridiculous
1: oh yeah i i just randomly burst into latin every now and then and just don't right. realize it right
0: <laughs> that would be so cool though
1: it it's Kind of. Actually, it would be Harry Potter because most of the spells are in Latin.
0: Well, there you go.
1: Bingo. And also, I'm proud that they. Oh, by by the way, um, them being able to apparate. Mm-hmm. Super convenient.
0: I wish I could.
1: Also, kind of.
0: Except for it's when the skin ripping kind.
1: Uh yeah. No, I was about to say it. As, as them as did they ever explain apparate? How, like how operation works? It just seems like you can just instantly do it, no problem anywhere. Just just pop in, pop out. I'm like, why hasn't everyone been doing that, like all the time?
0: Well, you have to be a certain age.
1: No, I just meant older.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Though then again, I'm thinking about. I'm like, well, they're mostly on the school premises where you yeah, can't do that.
0: Right, you can't do that on right. So
1: see, I love having arguments. I have, and then immediately answer my own question. Right. <laughs> They're the, those, those are the best kind.
0: You're not supposed to answer yourself. But. but
1: yes, he should not have followed the creepy, obviously weird lady up the yeah. stairs.
0: he's His his thirst for, you know, knowledge and trying to figure out everything and, and all that, it's just, it blinds him sometimes.
1: But did it pay off for them to go? I mean, yes, them finding out something vaguely more about... Well,
0: I mean, it's it's a way for her to find hollers. something else to put in her purse.
2: Right, I mean, she could have gone to a bookstore and they could have received the same thing. <laughs> but no, let, let's go to this place that
1: obviously he knows we're going to eventually go to and try to...
0: Well, like I said, we she got the book from there, so...
1: And plus, shame on Voldemort. Shame on Why couldn't he have put, you know, anyone else there too? Like, just be like, hey, wizard guy, go hang out at this village with my snake. If someone comes in,
2: kill him. Yeah, you would think they would have someone just, like, always stationed outside of Harry's parents' house. Yep. Just hanging out, disguised as a bush.
1: Yeah, and, I mean, ha- have the snake there, too. Have it just, just double shore. Just double sure. But, no, it's just, I'm just going to leave my, my, my super cool snake that I randomly have eat people.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And, by the way, on that note, I've seen how snakes eat stuff. Everyone in that room... Should have been. It would have immediately got up and walked away. D- just yeah. just it, t- dislodging its jaws, trying to go over a person.
0: They're Death Eaters. They don't care.
1: I'm still saying that's. And, and it would have taken like hours.
0: Well, you didn't. Well, it didn't sit there for hours and just show you the snake eating it. They Could. probably got up and left.
1: What? He was like, okay, we're done here. I'm going to get up and leave. And Nagini's going to be at it for a while. <laughs> yeah, so, exactly. Which, by the way, did you hear that apparently that is actually supposed to be a witch that was cursed into that? Oh. Apparently. I'm probably saying that completely wrong, but apparently it's supposed to be in the newer movie that is coming out. The next Fantastic Beast oh is supposed to. Oh my gosh,
0: to, I'm so excited for that movie. It's
1: supposed to have something explaining that. that. Once again, another retcon.
0: Gotcha.
2: So, okay. Well, it's I mean, not a retcon. Did she ever say that Nagini was never a human in the past? See, now he's getting creative defensive
1: about everything to where it's <laughs> like, did, did you ever say that this wasn't the case? Did right. they ever say that Han Solo's name wasn't just given to him by a oh random person?
0: Gosh. Oh this my, is let's, not let's not even Star get into Wars. that. <laughs> Please stop.
1: So, on that note, where's the best place to find you on the, <laughs> the internet, sir?
2: Um, just go to Twitter, and I'm at Ryan Cody. And if you want to hear you yelling about
1: more stuff on the internet, where can we find you for that?
2: Uh, go to um, www.tigshow.com, tickshow.com. That's where I do all my yelling.
1: Awesome. Well, thank you very much for being on for part one. We will have you returning yes. for part two because, one – we like having you around and two it would be really messed up to split this up on two different people because I mean we've all set up like later discussions we need to have so right on that note we will see you guys next week or next
2: next time next time next time bye